Hey, so you know how it's it's cold and whatnot? Right, yeah. AJ mm-hmm. McCaud, VFX. It's, it's like doing that outside. 18 right now, and we'll get into the weather in a, in a right. little bit. It's doing the chill. So <laughs> I think the worst of it actually happened in Colorado. Did you see what happened there? Question mark? So Wednesday, this past sort of watching, but this really. past Wednesday in the afternoon, 2 p.m. Wednesday, it was 79 degrees. Nice. Toasty. Yes. Love it. 2 p.m. Thursday, it was... 24 degrees. Man, weather's dropping like saw a cop in a speed zone. Yeah, right? Like 55 degrees Holy as cow. a whole on average. Some places dropped 64 degrees in 24 hours. And I that was bad when we were, ours was like 25 in the valley from uh, Tuesday to Wednesday. It's about what it dropped. Man. 64 degrees. That's crazy. And the only reason, so obviously... Wow, that sucks. And then a lot of places got snow. But I'm thinking as a buddy of mine just literally got to Denver, I think, earlier this week. And I'm like, welcome to the West. Yep. <laughs> oh, they showed pictures to, of uh, stadiums and stuff, and it just pfft, snow. Ugh, that sucks. Here, here's a, Winter? Here's another, right? Is that you? Here's another fun fact for you. Denver was just two degrees away from breaking its all-time temperature record. Uh, temperature drop record Holy of cow. 66 degrees, which occurred January 25th, 1872. 1872. How did they freaking measure the weather back in 1872? Maybe that's a maybe Witchcraft. that's a stupid question. Witchcraft. But I'm just I'm just wondering. Okay, <laughs> if your chicken boils when you have it out there, then it's X amount of degrees. Like what? How do you measure the temperature? Leeches. 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 That's right. Leeches were always the answer. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just something to keep in mind. And actually, you know, ironically, I uh, the last time I talked to my buddy Jeff, my buddy Jeff moved out to Denver. Last time I talked to him was before this happened. And all of a sudden I haven't heard from him. So he's probably locked away inside like this is ridiculous. It was so nice. And now it's such garbage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I should just. There's another reminder. Again, I just. Again, I have family that wants to come out here in February. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's going to do this again, but I, like what we have now, I feel like it's pretty safe to assume it's going to be pretty ballpark for February, right? I'm not making that up. I've, I know I've only been here about two, almost three years, but I feel like it's safe to be like the weather we have now, for sure, that's like maybe best case scenario in February. Maybe a little warmer. Yeah. Well, you know, it sounds great. They don't, and they don't ski. For the record, they don't do any of that stuff before anyone's like, well, maybe they don't do any of that. Let's come out in February. Yeah, let's go to the mountains in February. Let's hit, let's hit Florida during the summer, too. Yeah, let's hit to places all at terrible times. It's a great idea. Yeah. <sighs> Learn how to vacation Y'all? properly, people. So but I'll see my family. It'll be great. <laughs> Can I just... So, <laughs> I want to go back to the what's up in Utah. So okay. Center Street... Right. The project was delayed slightly. Right. Because people put their name or initials in the wet cement or just walked right. on the wet cement. Right. <laughs> to which I refuse. I haven't. I haven't really been up there. I've kind of avoided the area while they've been working on it. But I refuse to believe that there wasn't a sign or two saying, you know, stop it. Wet cement. Right. Now. I will give most people the people that wrote their initials, not the walking people, because. Who has dreams of walking through cement? That just sounds like a good way That's to awful. ruin a pair of shoes. Exactly. But, 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 
I will give the people who wrote their initials a little bit benefit of the past because who didn't see a movie or a cartoon or a TV show and think, I want to do that. I definitely want to do that. That being said, I feel like I should ask you, as the very obviously mischievous oh one of the two of us, if you've ever done that. Because I can't tell you, I don't I, think I've ever had the opportunity to. I have, but. But, oh, oh yeah, but. Yeah. This is the part where she doesn't get arrested. <laughs> yeah, it's been at my house. Oh, well, Like that, when that, we pour cement, I will put initials in. That because counts, it's mine. I guess. Yeah, that's you fair. Can't, you can't write your initials in some random wet cement somewhere else. That's not yours, yo. Yeah, but it's your way to go down in infamy. No, absolutely not. Stop it. I have, however, and this is where I'm self-incriminating. Let's hear it. So somebody please don't come and arrest me. Oh, I'm waiting. I have carved my name into a tree before. Initials. Okay, same, that's definitely along the same lines. <laughs> yeah. Have I done that? No. Oh, I can, I can, I can not top that, but I can do something comparable. So when we went to, when Ashley and I went to Canada... A. There is it. Yeah, A, right? Right. They have a range of mountains in Banff National Park that you can take one of those um, trolleys up to. That's not what it's called. A tram. It's called a tram. Sure, that. And they have, they've made walkways because you're asking about how people kept weather in the old days. Well, that used to be a weather outpost before technology advanced, right? Uh-huh. So they have like these walkways and you go up to where they had a weatherman's post. Ooh. <laughs> he looks out. <laughs> Guys, I see a big storm. It looks that way. He used to always have a dog with him. He made sure to have a dog. But, I love dogs. <laughs> right? So they had, um, they built a wooden walkway, and mm-hmm. so people have written or carved their names on it, and mm-hmm. so Ashley and I wrote our initials on it, but like 10 million other people, not 10 million, a bunch of other people have done it, so I was like, they ain't going to arrest the rest of us, so right. let's do it. That's really the only thing I have comparable. Right. And, and speaking of McCall incriminating herself, let's uh, let's remember the trouble and the incrimination she actually did to a family member of hers when it comes to getting oh. into mischief. Oh, okay. And again, yeah. neither of us have TP'd a house before, right, McCall? No, I've TP'd a house before. I'm I supposed to say no. We're going to have a conversation about this, and we're going to do that right now. Once upon a time, McCall was in high school. Once upon a time, McCall got the good idea to go toilet paper someone's house. My mom... Seems flawless you. thus far, by the way. My mom, one of my favorite humans in the entire world, she told me that she is happy to take me to go toilet paper a house. But of if course. the cops ask, she had no idea. That's the exact right. Because writing. then, you know, you, you help a minor or something along those lines, do illegal things. Look. So I've bless never- you, mother. I love you. <laughs> and I'm sorry I just ratted you out. I've never been a part of a prank before, but if I was, hypothetically, this is the conversation I'd have with all the people ahead of time. This is your mission should you choose to accept it. Correct. If you're caught, we will deny any idea or knowledge of your whereabouts or actions. Correct. <laughs> Precisely correct. <laughs> Uh, what is the AJ McCall show if not self-incriminating all the time? Oh yeah, that's kind <laughs> of like our our job. Yeah. Yesterday, speaking of attacking friends or family members, bad tipping was at the center of the debate at eight. Yep. And there was some frustration yep. over bad tipping. Why? What happened? Story time for the debate at eight with AJ yes. McCall at VFX. I love story time. A little bit ago. I went out to eat with some uh, friends and or family. Okay. Very vague. Love that. 
<laughs> we live for vague. And it was a nice meal. Okay. And uh, offered to pay, and I was turned back. I was rebuffed by this friend or family member because they always do this, which is nice. Absolutely. I'm, I'm very appreciative of them doing that. The problem is, is it was a meal, I think there were four or five of us, close to, I think, about $100 or okay. so. It was a nicer meal. Right, so they they take care of it. They actually had cash, so they pay it. They throw like five bucks down on the table, and they said that should cover it, and then they leave. Which is not true. So, like, it was like a nicer place. You said right, a more I, decent ish place. Nice. Yeah, like you know, you're, you're like your Texas Roadhouses, your Olive Gardens. You know, sit okay. down place. Okay, okay, got it. Right. So I'm standing there a little bit bewildered because I'm like, okay, that won't cover it. No, that won't cover a tip, especially if it's almost a hundred bucks. <laughs> right. The math is easy on this one. Ten percent is ten bucks. I got. We, we, we can do this. Math is not difficult on so this. Twenty percent should be twenty. Dollars. I have I happen to have some cash left over from a trip to Vegas, so I threw down a couple bucks as well to balance it out. But here's the deal. I, I, I've made no bones about this. I have friends and family that I really don't like going out to eat with because they are, to me, hypercritical of the sales staff, unnecessarily so. And I feel like um, they are are bad tippers. So I, I rectified it because I thought that it was just short-sighted. There wasn't really any complaint about the service. It was just kind of like, good. And then we left. I, I Something needs to be said. Angie, help me out here. You ever had a situation where you've been with someone, they decide to take care of the bill, and then they just throw down not nearly enough money on the table? Oh, I've had that a lot before. <laughs> um, do you just drop just money say- down or do you say something? Because you know they're going to keep doing it if you don't call them out, right? Yeah, my husband would just drop money down. That's what he would do. Yeah, that's that's not that's not nice. But um, right. my husband would just put money, extra money down. See, and that's what I did, because that's what happened to me. Someone paid a bill and they just like five bucks. That's good, and then we they left. But that it, it didn't solve the problem. And if your your attitude is well, don't worry about it, AJ, because they're the ones that look bad. It's not really the case. I remember being on vacation with some family once. We went out to eat, and the play it was a tourist place. So the place we we're at was was just slammed. And my uh, family members I went took care of the bill and were just complaining the whole time. The service was slow, despite the fact the place was just jam-packed with people. So, yeah, they're a little overwhelmed. And so they stiffed them. They flat-out stiffed them. What? The problem is, is that we did not leave that restaurant and then just leave the place. We just walked. It was like there was this little strip mall place. We walked down two stores, and the it was a waiter came and found me and said, uh, tell your family member, I'm really sorry we were busy, and gave me the receipt. And that stuck with me ever since because, like... I can't even tell you how sad that is. For me, with my job, when I used to work as a waitress, I had to cover someone's table once before because they dined and dashed. And I, th- that's not what the case is with yours, obviously. No, we paid the bill. They just right. didn't get a tip. Right. And it was, again, it was a, it's, a handful of us. So it was a decent, it should have been like a 10, 10 buck tip at least. It's devastating. Like, and usually the problem is with the kitchen because you can't do anything about it. You're just the forefront of it. Right. It's busy. That's just how it goes. And so, you know, that's why I think I got to say something because yeah, I covered this time. No problem. But, um, I do generally care about the friends and family that are in my life, and I would like them to 
I don't know, not find confrontation because they're terrible tippers. Or, as my brother likes to say when we talk about our family members, like, you know, know, people spit in people's food. Like, if you think that doesn't happen, it happens. There's no way it doesn't happen. So if you, why would you, why would you aid the risk, especially if you live in a town and become notorious for terribly tipping? Utah's VFX is AJ McCall. Who's this? This is Liam. Hey, Hi, Liam, Liam, what's up, man? I actually have waited tables when I was younger uh-huh. a lot. It sucks. Um, so I've waited tables in three states, uh-huh. and Utah is by far the lowest tipping. Hey. Thank you to Liam yesterday for that call. Did you find that to be the case as well, McCall, with uh, tipping here in Utah? I, I obviously you don't. I, yeah. don't, I would imagine. Don't I didn't have the experience work, working other places. Right. Like I didn't Liam work does, other but. places, um, but I I feel like every time we've ever I've ever worked like tipping type, yeah. It's like, well, you can get it if you do an okay job. <laughs> no. I just don't know why it's the case because that's what I have heard from other people who have wor- uh, lived other places and done things is that there's just that general attitude, I guess, for yeah. the state of Utah. And, I don't, and I'm not saying everybody. like Nothing applies to everybody, but there seems to be a consensus that the tipping is a – money things are an issue. There's a couple friends we have that have band member friends, and they talk about how – a lot of times they uh, they come to Utah and they're like, oh, yeah, you could you, mentions, mentions, you can play for mentions and publicity. But other places, you know, they command, you know, a respectable payment. Like, yeah, it's a few hundred dollars a show. They come here and they're like, hey, mentions. Yeah. It's like, what? No, like, mentions don't, don't pay do bills. Anything. Yeah. No. I don't know. I was just curious if you had experienced something or similar based on Liam, obviously, worked other places, but out of curiosity. So I, I thank you to the support. A lot of people were like, yeah, you just got to confront them. So, you know, it's a good time. We're in the holiday season, right? So uh, sometime this holiday season, family fight. Yes. Can't yeah. wait. They're going to call them out on their terrible tipping. We can talk about, oh, I want to go golfing or want free food. It doesn't matter if you don't win. Correct. So let's get the three headlines and get this thing going. Okay, headline number one. Some guy is annoyed with the youngsters and their new things, their devices. So he cut the brake lines on a bunch of e-scooters. Whoa, okay, e-scooters. I mean, that's still serious, but it's 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 not not as serious as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, okay. Story Uh, one. Running away at, you know, 10 miles an hour. I think you'll be all right. Story number two. This lady's not actually using drugs. She just happened to accidentally eat a meth sandwich. Yeah, Perfect. I, do, I accidentally meth a, a do that all the time. Yeah. And story number three. I mess them up with mustard. You, My bad. You can't trade your toddler for a car. One lady learned that the hard way. There you go. Is three it, crazy stories. Is it learning it the hard way if everybody else knows it? She is like, dumb. I guess it's a glass-shattering moment Bruh. for you, but then everybody else is, does this This reaction is what I imagine. Oh, honey. honey. That's the reaction I imagine. Bless your soul. <laughs> you get to pick the prize if and only if you can help us catch the Florida criminal, AJ McCall, on VFX. Now, before we get into... These criminals. Yeah, these shenanigans. How about we go back to the shenanigans McCall admitted to? Mm -hmm. And that is putting initials into things that maybe you're not supposed to do it. People on Center Street that are delaying the project. Vern, 
Have you ever done that? Put your initials in wet cement or carved them in a tree? Uh, carved them in a tree. Yeah, same. Always dead ones. Yep. Right, McCall, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. right. Wink, got it. Wink, wink, wink. Okay, three full stories, please, McCall. Story one. Some dude snaking around his neighborhood, tampering with e-scooters. <laughs> Why? Because he's sick of people using them and he thinks they're dumb. Are they loud? No. Okay. They're I, just, they just exist. I, they I, look a little I bit tacky. One, so I didn't know if they're loud, I can get it. But so they're just, uh, he's just annoyed by their general yeah. design? Well, when we went to like San Antonio, you see them literally everywhere. And right. they just kind of look a little bit tacky, like with the colors and stuff. It's like, sure, mm, but man, whatever. That's, that's what he was like. Oh, that is ugly. Anyways, 140 scooters is what he ended up doing. Jeez. To wow. cut the brakes on all of them. How did nobody catch that guy? Uh, I don't know. 140. Anyway, they had uh, already honed in, honed, honed in on this guy because they all happened within two blocks of his apartment. You could have used one of the freaking e-scooters and then gone somewhere else and cut all of them. You probably did. Story one. Story and number two. Keep an eye out for the massive e-scooter pileup. Yeah, clearly. Story two. Some lady got arrested on drug charges. And when the cops said, okay, so wait a second. How did you get the drug? She said, oh, sorry. My brother made me a meth sandwich, so I ate it. <laughs> what? I, I don't think I don't think and McCall, forgive me. You watch way more cooking shows than I do. I don't think they're like, all right, you slap on some peanut butter jelly. Don't forget a little sprinkle of meth, and now your sandwich is done. Nobody says that. That's n- no. To be fair, it looks like her brother could have fed her a meth sandwich. So <laughs> the story may be legit. Uh, question mark. There's story two, and then story number three. Some mom accused of trading her kid for a car. Her hey, you can't her, do that. Her kid is one years old. A one-year-old child. You definitely can't do What car? Let's know. We got to know. What kind of car? A 1992 Plymouth Laser. Oh, not even worth it. Nope. <laughs> Jeez. Dude's 40. Ladies, 45. Dude's 53. They should know better. There you go. Three crazy stories. A- again. Oh, honey. Oh, honey. Okay, Bert. Story hey, one. Number, th- number three sounds like it can happen anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> no, that's just sheer stupidity. I don't Sadly, know that you could yeah. just lock that down in Florida. That's just that's pure. Uh, there's a not nice word I want to use. Sounds more like a well, meth thing. Sounds more like a, a different state than Florida. Yeah, but I don't. Number know. one, my thinking on, on number one is that's good weather. It's good climate. I can see a lot of people using those scooters. That's a good point. And an older fellow who's angry at the younger people. That sounds well retirement yeah. area, which is definitely Florida. Yeah, I think we're going to go with number one. Okay, McCall, we are going to go with the massive e-scooter pileup. Is it story number one? It is, Vern. Congratulations. Yes. I'm oh. impressed with your with your uh, tactics. Hang on the line for a second. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Okay, sounds good. Thank you. You know, the, the whole conversation about uh, putting your fingers in wet cement right. was like, oh, yeah, who hasn't seen that in shows? No, oh, it's so romantic. Uh, along those same lines, when that kind of like, you know, all those cop shows and murder mysteries and all that like you always gotta watch out your brakes might get cut yeah and now that that's then granted e-scooters e-scooters but then you're like huh now i don't expect you to know the answer to this mccall but i know nothing about cars so i have no idea okay how easy would it be to cut brakes <laughs> you are asking entirely the wrong person <laughs> Let's you know just, how many times I've ever thought, you know what I should do? Go cut someone's brakes. The show's making it. You're like, oh, just snip this and uh, they're doomed now. Collect the insurance money, right? That's like always the scam. They crash their car and you get some kind of life insurance policy because, oh, manufacturing failure or whatever. I feel like we have some friends that we could probably ask. 
Yeah, how do you how do you uh how do you bring this up and not sound like they need to like call the police be like, "Hey, watch out for AJ. He just asked me how easy it is to cut someone's brakes." How do you ask that question in a generally curious sense, you don't. but not like, "I don't want to do it. I just want to know." You going to Google it? I feel like that'll get me on a watch list. Probably. <laughs> how to cut brakes. All right, that's it. Head yep. to VFX. We got to get this guy in some cuffs quick. Yep. <laughs> Regardless, <laughs> we're not trying to break the law. Don't really intend to break the law. No, congratulations, <laughs> McCall. Hi. Uh, That's I think me. I think the best way to clear up anyone who is concerned about the uh, potential asking of a break cutting question—it's general curiosity. I swear. Sure. But the only way to bounce that out is to talk about how McCall did a massive good deed yesterday. Yeah, I'm a little overwhelmed by it, to be completely honest. She's a hero. Still. It's hero story time on VFX oh with AJ and McCall. You're making me really anxious about this. Well, you tell the story and people can decide for themselves to think you're a hero. I'm deeming it, yes, hero. Okay, so last night, I get home. I want to just have kind of a like a chill evening, right? Get home, sit down on my couch. And I'm sitting there. I'm drinking some tea and Dustin comes downstairs and says, Hey, do you want to go up into the mountains? Uh, the Idaho deer hunt started yesterday, right? right. So... He was going to go up there and go see what he could find because this weekend he's going to be up there. So I say, yeah, sure. So we go get in the truck and we drive. Well, as we're driving, we have to go up towards, we ended up towards Downey. We had to go get okay. some gasoline, um, which rerouted us. And we start driving down this road to get up into the mountains and whatever. And we stumble across this dog. <gasps> a dog. Yeah. And it's funny because Dustin and I were just having a conversation yesterday about how I wanted another dog. <laughs> right. So anyway. Sounds like you spoke your, your truth. Yeah. This dog is like limping and he looks like just a sweet farm dog almost. But we're clear up in the mountains. Right. So as we're driving how Dustin. How did he get there? Yeah. As we're driving Dustin and I have this conversation. He's like, what are we going to do? Because obviously we're way far away from our house. Like two and a half hours away. And we say, well. You know, this dog needs help. It's cold. The sun is going down. Um, if it's back there, when we come back and we make this loop, then we'll pick him up and we'll do something. Right. So we came back. Dog comes running to the car. Literally the cutest dog in the whole world. Um, it's like an Australian Shepherd type mix. And he comes up and we get out. He comes and like sits at my feet and like leans up against my legs and lifts lifts his paw up because his paw's bugging him so we scoop him up and we put him in our back seat and we're driving we're like what are we gonna do because we're supposed to like legally you have to i think surrender him to the shelter within like 24 hours or whatever okay so we're clear up there we're like what if it's a hunter's dog they're in they're from montana like what are we supposed yeah. to do? We have I no mean, idea. How did, it, how did the dog go get there? Yeah, I have no idea. Any reason. I send a message to my good friend and say, hey, I need your help. We got to post this to be able to find these this this dog's owners because he's so sweet and I know his family's missing him. Of course. I don't know what's, I don't know where he belongs, but like my heart is like breaking. I'm sitting in my front seat just like crying because I can't even imagine what would happen if my dogs were to disappear. Anyway, we get him home. I take some pictures of him. I send him to my friend and she sends me a message back. Okay, I posted it in all of these Facebook groups. We'll see if we can find an owner. She screenshots one and sends it back to me and says, hey, does this dog look like this? 
And I said, yeah, identical, basically. He'd been missing for two weeks. Oh, boy. In the mountains. And it was my friend's neighbor. What are the odds? Which is crazy because we were two and a half hours away. My friend lives 15 miles away from me. Right. And so anyway, he got to come home and it was really funny. I say funny. It was really sweet. He was in our garage. We kept him in the garage because I didn't know how he's going to interact with the other dogs and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So we walk out there and they had his name on there. His name was Copper. And so we walk out and I go, Copper. And his ears perk up and he starts whimpering and getting so excited and bounces over with his little like limp. Oh, anyway, we got a phone call last night. Uh, his, His dad came over, came and got Copper and... I just like cried. You know those reuniting videos like yeah. with dogs and their owners? Yep. That's what happened. Like I stood there love those? and the puppy just like was so excited and he's whining and I'm over there just like, oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> it was literally the sweetest situation I've ever been in. But honestly, I'm overwhelmed completely because of the way that everything came together because we weren't supposed to be up on that mountain right. road we weren't originally going to be going that direction but had we needed to stop for gasoline had the first gas station that we stopped at not had diesel and we had to go up to the next one we wouldn't have been there we wouldn't have been in this situation and so it was just so overwhelming cuz it's like the dog clearly wanted to be home. The family clearly wanted him home. And I just like, I don't even know. I'm going to cry because I've just been like so overwhelmed about the whole situation since last night. Like, I'm so happy. I don't know what anyone else's beliefs would be, but after a certain number of... Of coincidence? It's, it's not coincidence. Yeah, exactly that. There's, there's, there's things that happen for a certain reason. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't, I'm literally going to cry. I'm so grateful because like Dustin was so just like, we got to, we got to help this dog. And it's like, yeah, we do, you know, but that's how we ended up with Sis in the first place. My other dog that we've got that we rescued off the side of the road in Texas. I don't know. I just, oh, I'm such a mess this morning because I'm so overwhelmed about the whole thing. Like I'm, I'm literally just going to cry because it was so sweet. I'm so happy that that dog got to go home because his family missed him so much. Oh, he was so sweet. Oh, wrecked my life. I'm done. <laughs> Good news since you oh. saved his life and um, by sheer odds, he happens to be the neighbor of your friend. You can I probably go visit it. him I from know. time to time. I was so excited when she's like, oh yeah, he's my neighbor. And he's like, oh yeah, they're my neighbor. How do you know them? I'm like, oh, surprise. It's Dustin's cousin. <laughs> she's my best friend. <laughs> Sobbing. I'm sorry. I'm so, such a wreck. So now you can go visit Copper and check up on oh, him. Oh, Copper. <laughs> it was so cute. So again, McCall wanted to downplay the fact that she's a hero. Uh, you decide for yourself. That to me sounds like a very heroic story as far as I'm concerned. Two weeks, dude. He Saved was missing for two weeks. Saves the doggo. <sighs> of course it was McCall. Would it have been surprising <laughs> to be anybody else? Oh, gosh. No. Update for you after we had a Florida not story just a few minutes ago that uh, old man, which was the Florida story, old man cut a 140 brakes of e-scooters. 140. Which is nuts. AJ McCall at VFX, which, you know, if you've, 
if you've watched any crime show ever, you know, uh, Law and Order, SVU, any of the Law and Orders, any of the CSIs, mm-hmm. at some point there was, oh, Coda's breaks and they rent. And so I just asked a simple question because you see it all the time on TV. How easy would it be to do? Someone commented on uh, on Facebook and said, oh, it's not that hard. So I got to get my oil changed this weekend. So if I asked the mechanic, whatever, auto shop, hey, so, you know, not that I'm going to, of course, because, no, that's crazy. But if you... I dare you to. Oh, you I dare, dare you me to, to ask how to, cut a, how to cut someone's brakes? Yep. Yeah, okay. Maybe. Double dog dare. What are now they going to do? Like, all right, we refuse the right to service anybody that might be a homicidal maniac, so eh, pack this up and go somewhere else. They'll probably just be like, okay, here's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just having this conversation the other day. What AJ and McCall were talking about it on the morning show, and I love those guys. All right, let's let's figure it out. How do you do it? I feel like this is also not a good idea to have. I'm going to talk about it anyway because you know no filter. But then you know we have so many station vehicles. Like later this morning, McCall's going to be taking the VFX van out to um, Vintage Market Days. days. I, was, I was waiting to see how long it took you to get it. Vintage Market Days is going to be broadcasted I'm live. Oh, so hi! But we're responsible for so many vehicles. I, you know, I wonder if there's. Bosses listening right now going, I'm not comfortable with them talking about this and us having vehicles. Because we drive the vehicles fairly often, you and I both. Yeah. I've driven all of them except the one of the vans. I'm not going to cut the brakes on any of them. I drive most of them often. Knowing my memory, I'd be like, snip. Oh, crap. The brakes don't work. Oh, that's right. I did. Oh, joke's on uh, me. Oh, yeah. Ha, 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 ha. I hate this. into the radio ranch. Why did I do this to myself? <laughs> So, update, it is easy to do. Okay, so, great. Know, now we know. I'm not going to tell you how to do it, because I don't know either. Yeah, Maybe I'll find out later you today. You know what? That, that's a good way. That's a really, really good way to uh, go about life. I don't know how to do it, so I'm not going to tell you how to do it. Exactly. Yep. Smart person doesn't uh, expand on things they don't know. McCall, a survey was done to find out what was oh, important to people. And I'll tell you this. It involves your clout. And it involves your money. I have neither of those things, so let's Which go. Which side of the fence will you fall on? And and a debated eight we had earlier this week that may have come across making us look a little, I don't know, pathetic. Definitely. Actually, actually was proven correct. We were right. We were on to something. There's been a, a, a big a, a big story about it. Money or clout. Yes. Which is most important, AJ and McCall on VFX. Now, as everyone knows, I think by now, McCall's become kind of the social media expert around the building as she's done a ton of research on it. Right. So who better to ask than you, McCall? Oh, great. Because everyone knows about their credit score, right? Don't you want a couple points here or there? Mm-hmm. So the question was, what are you more worried about increasing, your credit score or your Instagram following? Oh, um... Mm. Um. <laughs> I really don't feel like the question is as difficult as you're making it. Mm. I want to be social media famous as much as the next person. Right. But one of these things is not like the other. But the thing is, the thing is, you you could do both, right? Like maybe you increase followers on Instagram because of... You giving advice financially. 
Not me. Not me giving financial. Not me. Definitely not me giving financial advice. But. Potentially, yes, you could do both, but that's not the question. The question is not how would you magically do both solve for X? Look, I'm trying. I'm trying to be a marketing person. Okay. (laughs) With social media. And how, how can I. How can I use this for my benefit? Yeah, just start a whole uh, new Instagram or a whole new social media experience called My Crap Life, and you just give advice on all the dumb things you've done. That's already what you end up getting. Yeah. Follow me on social media, and that's exactly what you get. You dig? What would you? What, what are you more worried about increasing, credit score or Instagram followers? I mean, my credit score will go up. Slowly. Just doing everything possible not to. Just say Instagram. You want to say Instagram? Just say it. Kind of, but I don't think I can't produce enough good content just to be able to be no, like. Just had nothing to do with produce. It's just a simple question: A or B. Not how would you A solve for B? Six pies, cut them in half. None of that. A or B. That's what I'll do. I'll get all of the followers, and then I'll help people increase their credit score. According to the I'll survey. Do it. McCall is not as insane as she may sound. 59% of people say they worry about increasing their credit score to only 48% of people saying they worry more about increasing their Instagram following. So it's a pretty close answer. Clout is coming up on that credit score. Boop, 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 boop. Look, I understand there are a ton of people that are like, she's a moron. (laughs) Yes. But still... Look, your credit score, you can work on, okay? Just because you have a big following on Instagram doesn't mean that you have to, McCall, go rack up all of your credit cards, McCall, and ruin your credit, okay? Nobody said that, McCall. Nobody did say that. So now I get that. So I feel like I can have both. You're welcome. (laughs) If it makes you feel better, third on the list was 36% of people worrying about increasing their rating on... Uber and Lyft, which doesn't even what? seem in the same stratosphere as the first two. Okay, great. But that where be the priorities are. I mean, I guess you get better tips that way or something, question mark. I don't know. I've never driven for Uber or to Lyft. To be honest, if, uh, if you don't have five stars, I'm not going to ride with you. So, yeah, I would say a little bit, but, you know, yeah, maybe you just start a whole Instagram. No, I can't. You start a whole Instagram series on the crazy riders you have with you. Yeah. You're welcome, Uber and then and you, Lyft. And then you end up getting in trouble. Dude, Probably. I got all sorts of ideas for brand new content. I'm going to talk all about this kind of stuff. You McCall, just... what'd you do to mess up? Yes. <laughs> Existed. Yeah. McCall's taking Instagram following over credit score. Yep. And it's a lot closer than you think. I know. Crazy, right? However, a debated eight we were on earlier this week that maybe at the time made us sound a little lame. At the time? I'm just saying. I look back and I'm like, wow, McCall, that was great. Especially as as days go on and things roll in, I'm like, wow, McCall, you sound so dumb. We weren't wrong, though. A okay. big article uh, has come out that proves that we were right. <gasps> really? It is difficult. Okay, great. We'll get into it. With a little help from uh, some Toy Story music. Oh, great. Yeah. 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 Sometimes you wear your emotions on your sleeve, and sometimes you look like a, a weirdo. Same. Lame-o. McCall VFX. I like to do all of the above, please. Thank you. <laughs> so for a debate date earlier this week, we confessed uh, to having struggles making friends. And who better to capture that than uh, Randy Newman? 
I've got no friends with me Cause I'm over 30 I made some friends in college But I stopped drinking And I had a few kids So no one wants to hang with sober parents So no one will be friends with me Just a loner with my family And at the time, maybe, maybe, sort of a lame and pathetic topic and, whoa, woe is me, no one can make any friends. But an article came out, McCall, do you like to know what it said? No one can make any friends? The average American hasn't made a new friend in five years. Wow. That's a lot of years. Five years. That's a lot of years. And mine is less than that. I mean, looking at it, because like you and I are friends and it's been less than five years. Yes, yes, it has. So It's getting close, though. We're coming up closer to three than we are from two. I know. What the heck? <laughs> How'd that happen? <laughs> and there What's are a lot of comments. On? Look, I know it sounds ridiculous, but there are a lot of comments because the you know Randy Newman said it. People said it. You get married. You have kids. You pick a career. You finish school. You, there's just you move. Right. You there's a lot stuff. of things you get wrapped up in. And so I thought it was really interesting that we went on that because it started as a simple conversation about work friends. Do you have people that you work with that you're friends outside of that? Right. And then how does that go? Because McCall shared the story of how she thought she had a ton of friends at one of her old jobs. She left. <laughs> and no friends followed me. Yeah. Not not that I expected them to walk out or anything, but no friends just, you know, kept being friends with me. And they there were, were all like, mm, I'm done. And there were a couple other people who shared stories like that. So I think it truly is something along the lines of uh, yes. out of out of mind or out of, out of sight, out of yeah, mind. Yeah, out of sight, out of mind. Right. Um, but yeah, and then Unfortunately. this article came out. I was like, Wow. I think we were really on to something. Maybe this is a bigger problem than people really want to realize or get into. Yeah. Converse with. Because I think you kind of, I think people in general, you know, we're creature of habit. So right. you kind of just, you get used to what you're used to and then that's right. the end of it, right? And you like what you like and then AJ gets mad because you say you like what you like. and You can like what you like, just don't use it as an excuse not to try something new. That's all I'm saying. Oh, sure. Okay, great. Look, I like my, I'm I look, AJ's blog later today is about this. I wrote about my experience and why I think I'm bad at this and what mm-hmm. I've seen outside of my life right. that I think has an effect on me. And I I conclude that I like my life. I'm very comfortable with the situation I'm in, but that doesn't mean that you can't always try new things or improve it. So right. that would be my argument. Okay. But yes, I admit I am bad at making friends. Also same. And I apparently so is it. everybody. Okay, great. How has that gone, by the way? Because it Making sort of friends? turned into like a, uh, I don't know, mm. petition's probably not the help right word, me. but sort of a petition to help you find friends. Uh, it's been good. I've met, made a couple of friends. So I think it's been good. Yay. I feel kind of weird, though, because I'm like, I feel like now you're just being friends with me because you feel guilty. Like you have to be friends with me. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. I don't know. Like a pity date. I'm a weirdo. Yeah. 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 Just like a pity date. Well, hopefully out of pity, something wonderful. (laughs) Hopefully. Hopefully people don't feel like I'm forcing them to be friends with me. (laughs) Otherwise, I'm going to have to talk to my mom and be like, look, mom. I'm making friends you because know, I'm forcing them to be friends. Both of our moms listen to the show, so I feel like now they're just listening. Oh, honey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll be your the friend. theme of today. You know, the saying goes that you're only handed what uh, you're able to handle. Right. You're only tested with what you're able to handle. Right. AJ McCloud VFX. 
That's what, what you, they say. What do you make of this test? Uh-oh. I don't think I like this game. Yesterday in Salt Lake City, a semi carrying a bunch of beer spilled its load I in a church parking that. lot after getting hit by a pickup truck. Yeah. In other words, it scattered a bunch of beer cans across the parking lot of a church, and of course, that's frowned upon. Yes. That sounds like one of those, uh, all right, just just make sure we're all... This... What are you going to do? This not here. How do you handle it? The answer is question mark. I still subscribe to the policy that if you stumble across, because there's these stories all the time, right? There's uh, what there's been chocolate and I think bacon happened once. Right. I still, if it's cred, it's free reign. Maybe not cans. Cans may have a little bit more of a gray area because, you know, once they don't explode when you pop the top, they're probably okay. Yeah. But anything else, it's free reign. Yeah. You can get your hands on it. It's not like they're going to be able to save it. They're throwing it all in the garbage. Right. So if I can get my hands on it, it's mine. Sure. Maybe. It's Probably. Just a, it's, a, it's a very ironic headline. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think everybody was having a real real kick on uh, Facebook about it yesterday. Again, you're only tested with what you're supposed to be able to handle. Right. Totes. <laughs> my goats. Be like if uh, all of a sudden McCall stumbled upon a parking lot full of dogs. Oh, look what I found. I don't think you're going to. mine now. Thanks, I, bye. I don't think you're going to pass that test. Shoot. Could you even imagine? <laughs> I sh- I roll home. What are what are these? Excuse me. These are dogs. <laughs> what do they look like? <laughs> McCall. No, that's not. Why do you have them? Because I needed a home. I wanted them. They looked like they were lovely. McCall, they probably are lovely. We can't have any more dogs. Just open a dog, dog park, dog sanctuary, dog could whatever. You, yeah, could you imagine? That'd be great. You could, uh, you, there you go. There's your social media content for you. Mm-hmm. If you owned like 40 dogs. Guys, I got a dog house. Yeah, right? Literally. <laughs> they live for here. For the record, McCall did find a dog last night if you missed her heartwarming story. Yeah, where I freaking cried. It. Yeah, she reunited Gosh. it with her owner. So just because McCall finds a dog doesn't necessarily mean McCall's keeping the dog. No. Where I will. You- the dog belongs at a home, in his home, with his bed and his other dogs and his kids. Copper. Copper. <laughs> She's gonna cry again. Stop. <laughs> McCall. I loved him. I'm I, so I, happy for him. I'm literally. I'm like, sure he's very happy as well. Uh, he's probably taking a very long snooze today. Dude, two weeks. Two yes. weeks. I'm sure that I'm pupper can't, has he's been probably missing. Taking a very long snooze today. He looked just like exhausted. I'm sure. Like he got in the truck and was basically like, okay, I'm a nap here now. Love you. Thanks. <laughs> and then he like set his face up on the center console and he was just like, thank you. Thank you humans. And if then I want- was like crying. McCall, ah. Mc- We agree, McCall. Driving a little bit difficult for people. Now you're going to add colder weather, which eventually means snow, which for some reason that first flake falls and everybody goes, I don't know how, I to, don't drive. Know how to drive. I anymore. forgot. Right. However, hands off the wheel. People That's how you drive. <laughs> people put themselves in danger when it comes to other habits and driving. Yeah. And uh some people were nice enough to tell us some of the craziest things they've seen or done. We're going off the chain hook. Yes, I love going off the chain hook. Well, now if I was to go driving on a let's say reasonably distance road trip, AJ okay. McCall at VFX. At some point, I'm going to get thirsty. I'm going to get hungry. I'm going to need food. I need me a snacky snack. Hey, I got some of those last night. Oh, while well, you went on your mountain trip? Yeah. Yeah, but you weren't driving, right? 
No. No, see, so that's fine. But Dustin got a snacky snack, too. See, but because it, everybody does that. Right. How do you not? Right. But, but <laughs> there are probably some things that maybe, oh my gosh. Okay, I just read one. We'll get to it. There are definitely, oh not gosh. probably, there are definitely some things that you should definitely not do while driving. We know the obvious ones. Texting. Texting, That's right? illegal. Yeah. But there are also some things you probably shouldn't eat or drink or some basic things you shouldn't do, okay. you know, like brush your teeth. You should brush your teeth while driving. Right. Why did you say that sarcastically? No, I wasn't saying it sarcastically. You brushed your teeth and drove. Yeah. How, you. I had a spit cup. I had to go to the dentist. Okay, I was running. I was running short on time, and I had coffee in the morning. And it, you it, gotta brush your teeth when you go to the dentist. Otherwise, takes, they're gonna be like. It takes like five minutes. You didn't have five minutes to spare before you got into the car. No, because I was at work. Oh, oh, sorry. We don't have sinks here. What was I saying? You're right. It's way more dignified to spit in a spit cup while driving at least 60 miles an hour as opposed to using the sinks here at work. I My also, bad. No, I also, right. I also sort of had to go buy a new toothbrush because I didn't have one. So, I mean, there was that too. That was a factor. You're just, you're just putting yourself further, further I know, behind. Okay. What? I made a mistake and what? I was a dumb. What? I brushed my teeth while driving once. <laughs> I had water. What? <laughs> I found... I found water only after the fact because at first I was like, crap, what am I going to rinse with? All I got is Gatorade. (laughs) I don't think Uh, it's really good to rinse with Gatorade. You you keep talking and the story just keeps getting worse and worse. Yeah, that seems to happen. It just keeps getting worse and worse. Okay. Well, that notwithstanding. That's a good word. You are allowed to uh, throw in because there's actually a couple that we have received. Um, People have been commenting on this already a bunch. But you can comment stuff that's not food related, but, but it was released what the most dangerous thing while eating, while driving and eating is. Brushing your teeth. Yeah. Well, that's it. While driving and eating, driving eating and a eating. toothbrush would definitely cause at least minor discomfort and you'd probably crash. That's not okay. No. <laughs> the most dangerous thing while driving and eating is, I don't think you'll guess it. But we'll get to that before the debate date is over. And even before then, I'll share with you what made me go, oh, my gosh, because some of the things that people have seen and or done, and yeah, they confess to them, <laughs> are ridiculous to me. 68255, start your text with VFX. We're putting together a list. What should you not do while driving? And we're focusing mostly on food because, oh boy, it's about to get off the chain hook, as I said. 435-787-0945. And yes, McCall, we're going to talk about the most ridiculous things we've done while driving. I doubt toothbrush is the most ridiculous for you. Probably not. You ain't ready for this, McCall. Okay, bring it on. You ain't ready for this. Oh, bring it on. It's AJ fine. McCall's debated eight it's, on VFX. It's Friday. I can handle anything. I'm not so sure about that. Okay. What? <laughs> What is the craziest thing you've seen behind the wheel? Specifically more so focusing on food because it has been revealed what the most dangerous thing uh, while eating and driving is. And I do not think you'll guess it. We'll get to that. People. Uh, People. Wait. People are the most dangerous thing behind the wheel. While eating and driving? (laughs) Oh, I didn't hear you say that part. I thought you took that part out. I thought you said, what's the most dangerous thing behind the wheel? Humans. Dogs are probably pretty dangerous behind the wheel also. Deer. Elk. <laughs> Chickens. Oh, geez. We're just shouting animals now. Birds. <laughs> I'm gonna let, I'm gonna, oh, boy. I'm going to let Vern go first. Uh, okay. Vern, Vern, come on. 
You eat behind the wheel, right? I, the craziest thing I think I can come right off the top of my head is that I, I eat chili dogs while I drive. <laughs> that's pretty Ooh, impressive. That's, that's risky. Wow. That's risky, Vern. I eat a hot dog, and I have to stop in the parking lot to finish my hot dog, because I'm like, mm, no. As, as, a matter, as a matter of fact, I got the remains of one on my floor right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> fair. They're a little messy. Okay, well, whatever your next meal is in your vehicle, please be safe. Yes. And you know what? It's, it's probably a good thing that I was This one's from yesterday, the one on my floor. Uh-huh. It's probably a pretty good thing I wasn't eating one today because I damn near got a deer. Really? Just a oh, second ago. Yeah. And it's up on 16th East. Oh, wow. Dang. Yeah. I, I, I'm scared to death when I come down the hill and hit them. I never dreamt. Right. You never think right, right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you. It's been well documented, I think, over the last few weeks, VFX's opinion on deer and stance on deer ahead of Election Day. But, ahead of uh, Election Day. I'm just, I'm just, you should know where we stand. Um, but you, you better be a pro if you're eating a chili dog while driving, because oh, yeah. that is a mess. It's 100%. like trying to eat nachos while driving. I love nachos. Not while driving. Potato, potato. No, 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 no. Chips with cheese and chili, please. Not potato, potato. Nobody said loaded up french fries or loaded up potato skins. I mean, those two. Those are good, too. Get me carbs and cheese, okay? I, chili dog. I stand fried. positive on the carbs and cheese front. I don't stand positive that you should drive and eat that. You're asking for trouble. It's a mess. Corn dogs and dip dip cup. Corn dogs I'm good with. Corn dogs and dip cup. Are the- you ready for some of the most ridiculous? Pizza sticks. Now, let me uh, let me deviate from food real fast just to share this one with you because this is right up your alley. Allie said, it's not eating, but I've seen someone do their makeup while driving. Nope. Would you like to comment on that one? Nope. I don't I put know mascara you... on at a stop light. Oh, stop. I'm, That's you know, fine. I'm very okay driving, with that. Driving, absolutely not. Honey, it takes way too much time to be able to pay attention to yeah. where your things need to go. Lines, blends. Man, if you're blending while you're driving, that's... That's what I'm saying. If wow. It, if it's always sunny you in Philadelphia taught me anything, and believe me, it did, it's okay at stop signs to eat. I don't know why you would carry around a bowl of cereal, but it's okay at stop signs to eat. Right. All right. Food. Ready? So the one that got me while we got the debate at eight started was uh, Ellie, I believe. Yep. Ellie Harper. Ready? I once ate a steak while driving. Absolutely not. How? I mean, if you're like nominate like, a, like an animal, sure. I mean, I mean, it can it can go handheld, but it's really unfortunate if it is. Okay, uh, Angela McKay says I remember every morning my mom would make my dad toast, hash brown, and runny eggs. Then we'd hop in the car and he'd eat them while driving. You want to take that? Take a stab at that one. Well, if they made it like on a sandwich, it's not that bad. I don't think it was a sandwich. Because if it's like a sandwich, then it's not that bad. If it's a sandwich, you're still going back to uh, again messy. Right. You're asking to spill something. Put on an apron. Wear an apron on your way to work. Obviously, that's what everybody wants to do, right? That's the dream. Ultimate dream. (laughs) Bibs. Okay, we have two people with the same answer. Uh, Ashley said, I've seen someone eating a full bowl of cereal. Aaron uh, Olympians, Aaron Reese uh, said, I watched a guy driving on I-15 eating a bowl of cereal. Nope. What? What? You, you put it in a mug. I mean, it's not as good that way, but you just sip it's more your mobile. Yeah. Get just some Fruit Loops all up in your big mug. <laughs> okay. We, that actually might be a life hack. McCall might be on to something there. My mom, might be on something we used there. to do like cream of wheat uh, growing up, right? Okay. Have you ever had cream of wheat? No. Okay. 
I know what you're talking That's about. That's unfortunate. So, I know what you're talking about. Love it. Anyway, we would do that and then we would put a decent amount of like milk in it and then brown sugar and you stir it up and it becomes like a soupy mixture. Pain in the butt to clean those mugs, by the way. Oh yeah, but- it sounds like basically food cement. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's delicious. Delicious warm food cement. So anyway, we'd put them in the cups and then we would take them into work. And by work, I mean school. We would take them to school. My mom would drop us off and then she would go to work. Right. But that would be breakfast. I, uh, what, what shouldn't, if I ate breakfast, I never ate breakfast. shouldn't you do while driving, focusing mostly on food? Because I actually haven't even gotten to the worst one and three people have said it. Three. I'm a little nervous. I'll, I'll tell you honest. what it is, because remember, I'm also going to reveal, we're going to reveal what the actual most dangerous thing is while eating and driving. And actually, I don't think you'll get it. I don't think you'll get it. And then we'll take a look at the Palmer Home Furnishing Poll today and see how many people are lying. Okay, great. A new contender for dangerous things. Look, Post Malone. Be sa- Yeah, Post Malone is a dangerous thing. <laughs> be safe while driving. Please. AJ and McCall's debated eight on VFX, but a lot of people apparently don't take that to heed. People are like, mm-hmm, yeah, okay, great. Sandwich in my face, please. So we've been focusing on food, and I told you we had three people with the same answer, which I do not understand. But let me just throw Ashley Greer's out there, because this one I think is a contender for things you shouldn't do while driving. Said when she first moved here, I saw someone have a newspe- newspaper spread out across the top of their steering wheel and dash, and were looking at it while pulling out of a parking lot and almost hit me. So was it a newspaper or was it a map? Because I got to lo- I got to learn how to read one of those last night. That was fun. She says newspaper. Regardless, you couldn't do that while sitting in the parking lot. Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. So the one that I saved for you, the insane one. Okay. Uh, Angie Schaffenmeyer, and I believe it was Audrey, Aubrey, excuse me, Aubrey and Angie both said they have seen someone eating sushi with chopsticks, no hands on the wheel. How is it that there are two people that have seen this? Caitlin Hill tweeted us and said she's eaten ramen with chopsticks while driving. No. How? Slurp it. How? How? Stop that. Why and how? Y'all be doing dangerous-ish over here, and I'm not I'm not living for it. I okay? love sushi. I love living I life on the edge. I love sushi. However, but chopsticks. No. no. Chopsticks are not a necessity. When you are in the comfort of your own car, grab it with your hand and call it good. Yeah. Because if you pick it up like finger food and pop it in your mouth, not a not a problem. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Yes. It's like a bag of chips or some french fries. No one's going to judge you. No, 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 no. No. Chopsticks? Really? Mm, poor decision right there. All right. Palmer Home Furnishes poll of the day. How many people are lying? 81% of people said they do eat while driving. 19 said no. 19% of people are lying. There's no way that 19% of people haven't eaten something while behind the wheel, McCall. Come on. Everybody does it. At least everybody has done it, yes. I would say. Yes. Yeah. Now... We've, we had crazy things. Whether we've, whether we've, you've got a brand new car or something is a different story, though. Yeah, yeah. If you got a brand new car and you're like, yeah, no, absolutely not. Nobody will eat in this vehicle. We've had... Then I could say sure. No, right. We've had the newspaper on the dash, chopsticks, all kinds of foods. So the question becomes, what is the most dangerous thing while eating and driving? And the answer actually is, has nothing to do with the food part. It's unwrapping the food. Ah, Yeah, I would believe that. I don't. Really? In what rookie mistake world do you not take care of that before you pull out of the parking lot as if you're driving? 
Oh, Dustin just always hands it to me and says, "Hey, will you unwrap this?" Yeah, well, if you have so. if you have a co-pilot, of course. But if you're not, if you're flying solo, in what rookie world are you waiting until you're on the road to unwrap it? You get it settled and you get on the road. It's not difficult. I, I call shenanigans on that. I do not think that's the most dangerous part. Second part is reaching for a napkin. That I'll buy. Especially we get some of you people eating sushi and chili dogs and nachos, McCall. I think the most dangerous part is dipping the, dipping the stuff. Well, you got to use the force. You got to make sure you put it like either between your legs or like, I don't know, if you have a cup holder. I always holder. set it right on my console, so I'm like, bloop, bloop, bloop. That works. As long as it's you know somewhere and you just use the force. You got to use your periffs. Bam. French fry and ketchup. That's what you got to do. It's the most best when Dustin comes with me because then he just holds it and I say, hold this. <laughs> and he, he does. Yeah. And then I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. I need to put this in here. And sometimes he's like, yeah, you got to use your perifs and the force. By the way, the most popular foods eaten behind the wheel are French fries, of course, candy bars, hamburgers, chips, a tie between donuts and granola bars rounds out the top five. Oh, I wouldn't have expected that. I think like chicken nuggets. Yeah, yeah, I mean anything with French fries, anything that comes, anything yeah. French fries comes with a side with that. Yeah, burgers, nuggets, corn dogs. I'm with it. Yeah. So um, we f- we found the super low bar. Chopsticks, I think, is absolutely the super low bar. Anything above that, still probably not great, but just don't go below the chopstick line when it comes to dangerous things you're doing while driving, mostly food related. McCall, what is the key? To be successfully energized throughout the week. Sleep. Yes. <laughs> she is not wrong. I found another challenger for you to your one of your thrones. Which Yesterday throne? was your calendar throne. Today it has to do with naps. McCall was absolutely right when the question was, what is the key to being successfully energized through the week? Getting a nap. Rest. Nap is important. Here's my problem is that... I know, woe is me, but we get up early, right? Yeah. So unless I get home early enough, I feel like I can't nap because then I won't sleep at night. Correct. Yesterday, I made the mistake of falling asleep, not setting an alarm and dozing off for, I would say, about two hours. I don't think it necessarily affected my sleep last night because I think I was just that tired. So, but I made the mistake of not setting an alarm. Right. And what I've come to find is most of the time when it comes to getting up in the morning for work... My internal clock is pretty good. My mm-hmm. internal clock for naps is terrible. Awful. It is not Same. good. I will lay down and all of a sudden it's like, hey, look, you slept for eight hours. Sorry, question mark. So I'll get to the challenge to McCall's throne. What throws me for a loop is uh, we posted a funny video yesterday and asking people, do you need alarms? And if so, how many? And there are plenty of people that were like, nope, I don't need any. And I'm like, what kind of witchcraft is that? How do you not need an alarm? I don't ever set alarms for naps because I just don't. Naps I could sort of understand, depending on what you got going on the rest of the day. But like they're saying, in general, don't need an alarm for anything. And that that blows my mind. Like I have a family member who never sets an alarm and their argument is, I'll wake up when I wake up. And then plans have been changed multiple times because this family member doesn't wake up at a time when we're like, okay, this is approximately when we go do this or to see a movie, go to the sporting event, whatever. And it's like, be an adult. You have a phone, right. set a flipping alarm. See, and on the weekends, like, I have no problem not setting an alarm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. That, I mean, if I don't have anything to do, I'm with you. That's more so not because my internal clock, internal clock will wake me up, but more so because I don't have anything to do. So I'm like, you know what? 
This is this is me time. Do me, rest, be good. The challenge to your throne, though, McCall, was once upon a time we had a whole big argument and conversation about the sheer number of alarms that you set. 47, right. Yeah. She has like a, an alarm in her phone for every five minutes, depending on when she wants to coordinate her getting up that day. Yep. So what would you say on an average day? I know how many you have preset in, but how many do you average use? Mm, three or four. Three or four. Uh, here's your challenge to your throne. Uh, Laura says that she uses eight. Well, I don't include my snoozing. Oh, well, let's run up the tally then. How many times would you say an alarm goes off for you on average in the morning? Probably that. Okay, so you and Laura are tied with eight alarms. I got to tell you, with the weather getting cold, I'm getting bad at snoozing, but still, Max, oh, it's too. like three. No. It's like three snoozes. Mm, I need all the snoozes. Man, eight? Eight? Yeah. Do yourself a favor and cut out like five of those and just put them in 20-minute increments. No, because then I sleep through it. It's <laughs> I don't know how Ashley does that. My alarm clock, especially since I got my ears cleaned, is so obnoxious. Yeah. And it does not phase her. She does not wake up to it, and I don't understand how. You know, I feel really bad because one of my alarms is set to, like, Dustin's alarm tone, the same one that he's oh, got on his phone. that's just not nice. He's gotten really good at just ignoring it. Well, that's dangerous because what if he ignores his? He doesn't. Dustin's really good. I, you know, Ashley's just like, it's just this, like, light, floaty music, and mine's like, Nor's mine, here's hers. Blows me for a because I see I hear hers. Hers wakes me up. So apparently noise I'm tuned in on. I have a couple of different types of alarms. I mean, I've got one that has like dogs barking that wakes me up. Because I'm like, why are the dogs oh wait? Wouldn't that be in danger of making your dogs bark though? Because don't doesn't at least one sleep with no. you? Yeah, all three of them okay, sleep I with me. I thought so. But no, they're not. They don't get phased <laughs> by it. <laughs> Tiesel, speaking of dogs barking this morning. She really wanted to to go out. Right. And I think she was really just thirsty because with the furnace on, obviously, it dries everything out. Of course. So anyway, we're sitting there and I'm laying in bed and my alarm goes off and I'm laying there trying to snooze it. And I hear... (laughs) She does this little like... It's not louder than that. She doesn't bark. She'll just come over and sit by the bed. Any like, uh, any Harry Potter fans? It just makes me think of Dolores Umbridge's little. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Tisa. What? That's how Tisa is. She does it. Excuse she wants me. attention. She does that. So it could be she needs to go to the bathroom. It could be she needs a drink. It could be mom get me a treat. It could be mom I want under the covers. There's no saying what she wants. <laughs> Do those things, and then it ends up Who? sort of. Sorting out. Who would have thought McCall's dogs were just starved for attention and need all the attention? I don't know. I don't know where they get that yeah, from. Right? Who would have thought? Probably Dustin. <laughs> AJ McCall on VFX streaming online at Utah's VFX.com. I can't believe it's Friday. I know. It's been a long week. Yes. Feels like. Yes, it has. The weather has not contributed to that. Hey, quick question. Okay. So box elder bugs have been a problem this week. Right. With the warmer weather up until it cooled down. And then there's a bunch of them stuck on the walls outside in the porch. So are they frozen or dead? Like when it they warms up like later of, today. They just kind of like slow down. That's what I was But I don't about. really know. 
I feel like they freeze and then they just come out of hibernation like, ha-ha, I'm back. See, that's what I was concerned about is that that was the case. So definitely need to spray, sweep, smush, get rid of them. Because I was concerned because they're just stuck on the, on the some of the, I was a handful of them stuck on the outside wall. And I was thinking. They're they, warming up. Are they dead? Or no, like later today up. when the sun comes out. Yep. Yeah, okay. Well, put that on the errands to do for today. Stop, box elder bugs. It's supposed to be, yeah, well, it's supposed to be decent this weekend. I mean, the it's, the lows are still going to be cooler. So once the sun goes down, but, you know, during the days, not half bad. No. So, uh, right, stop, box elder bugs. Put that on my to-do. Stupid. Can they just go away permanently? I'll put it on the agenda on the VFX calendar. Right, along with delete the M drive and quit. Yep. Yeah, perfect. That's what we have a calendar for. If you can't schedule out when you're going to quit, what's the point of a calendar? <laughs> it's sarcastic. We're not actually quitting. Look, one of the number one complaints when driving, and I know we're back to driving after the, deb- the debated eight this morning with A.J. McCall at VFX. <laughs> is doing it. Is uh, yeah, is uh, left lane loafers. Oh, yeah. I would never want to encourage that, but I really feel like this story needs the story needs to be shared. Absolutely. One of the best stories. I had to avoid it for Florida or not this morning. I love it. I, I probably would have been fooled by this one. Yeah. So a guy in Seattle noticed somebody tailgating him on the freeway. So he did what you're not supposed to do and would not get out of the way. Aggressive Left lane driving. loafing it up. But it turns out the guy that was tailgating him was in a high-speed police chase. And because he wouldn't move, the cops were able to catch him and arrest him shortly after that. So was there any, like, repercussion for the guy that was loafing in the first place? I'm not seeing anything. Interesting. Wait. So because Scott wouldn't move over, because the guy's name's Scott, and then they were several charges. Is that the burglar? Probably I, I think the burglar. that's the guy that got caught. So I guess not, because, like, I know several states... Um, have that rule. Is it here in Utah? I think so. If, you, if you're witnessed left lane loafing, basically, and it's not a reasonable amount of traffic, you will be the one that gets the ticket because you're really endangering traffic because you're kind of just being obnoxious Hibiting. or not paying attention. Right. Um, I think Utah does have the rule. I don't remember, though. I know Indiana has it because it was a big thing. Everybody was super pumped about it. But... I, th- I would think normally, yes, but since he helped aid and catch a criminal... I mean, honestly, he could be like, well, I noticed something suspicious, so I was right. just doing my oh, job. Yeah, I totally, I totally and then how did do you this. Tell him, how do you tell him he's wrong? I totally did this to not be passive aggressive. Yeah, I wasn't trying to be a jerk. I was, no, I was helping the police. I, I, I happen to have a police scanner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're supposed to have those, are you? I don't know. I don't think you're supposed to. I think you can. I think you have to have, like, technicalities for, you know. I feel know. like we're stumbling down a whole... Uh, Whole thing, a, ra- a whole rabbit hole now of things you're not supposed to do. But again, not encouraging left lane loafing at all. Of course all not. Because but I'm pretty sure odds are like 99% of the time you're not stopping a guy who's in a high-speed police chase. Yeah. But the guy did it, and now he's kind of a hero. So you still don't do it. So I'll keep it more gene- general, generic, whatever. Um so I think yesterday you had the, uh, I can't remember who, maybe it was yesterday. This week there was a celebrity who talked about how they hadn't had it. They had had a baby two months ago. I think it was Ryan Reynolds, right? Uh-huh. Or no. Yeah, it was Ryan Reynolds mm-hmm. and Blake Levy, right? So that's becoming a trend. And I stumbled across the story, and I don't want to steal it. So if it's in your forum, I'll just say that they had, they just came out and confirmed that they had a second child two months ago. Mm-hmm. 
And all I can think to myself is, I get why they do it. Of course. But man, this is this is a trend. Doesn't it kind of come across as like, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we had a kid. It, it's like three months ago. I swear oh, yeah, I told like that you. that one time. Sorry, my <gasps> bad. Oh, yeah. We, <laughs> we talked about it. It's a celebrity trend, but could you imagine doing that in the real world? Like, oh, yeah, gosh. mom, we had a second grandchild. Yeah, that's when, crazy. When, 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 are you in the hospital? Oh, no, it's like. Two months ago. It's okay. I had that just happen the other day. <laughs> you had I a know. second child about two months ago? No. Uh, somebody that just ended up having a kid. I was like, oh, they were pregnant? Right. Again? Right. Oh, okay. That happened. Kind of feels, I know we're the oldest, so maybe a little bit of an ego boost here, but kind of feels like something after the first one, because the first one's the big deal, right? And then after, second, third, fourth, like, yeah, yeah, we had one. It, it, Hey, say hi to Jack. He's two months old. What two up? Two months? What up, Jack? Nice Couldn't to meet send you. Send me something. I mean, maybe not the day of the birth or your head in the hospital, but like a week out, you could have said like, hey, by the way. Right. Nothing? Yeah. I just, I, at what point did the celebrities, because uh, I think it was Angelina Jolie's well-documented for like basically locking her kids in her house. Not right. Because she doesn't want them to be tainted, quote unquote, by the outside world. You can go nowhere. So what point is a celebrity going to be like, oh yeah, I had a kid. Uh, here's five-year-old Jackson. Five years old? How did we miss that? Because in all honesty, right, with with their power and money, it's not like they couldn't pull it off anyway. Right. I just, I just a, a yeah, trend, I don't, I, I, thinking about that trend, like in real life. Noticeable trend? It wouldn't go well. No. Mom would mom, dad, grandpa, grandma, whoever to, Oh man, they'd be so upset. Well, so maybe this is the way that you maybe maybe you don't want to be a part of your family anymore. Oh so bad. I, I think it's trending. Eventually we're gonna be like, oh yeah, so and so had a kid six months ago. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. We're trending that way. Stream us online at Utah'sVFX.com. Find all the contests, all the podcasts at Utah'sVFX.com. What you need to know in Utah and McCall's Hollywood News, the 411, next. And a, uh, I think a memory is absolutely going to be made tonight. Uh, our news department was nice enough to pass this on for us. Tonight at Green Canyon High School, they're having their senior night, and they're doing something amazing to celebrate their team manager. Johnny Stott has been managing the team for the last few years, and tonight he was he was been surprised with the jersey, but he's going to start the first play at quarterback in the game for senior night. That's so cool. It is. I get chills. That's so cool. Johnny was uh, born with a rare genetic mutation that left muscles in a lot of his body paralyzed. And uh, from what is understood, most children with similar mutations do not live through childhood and spend what few years they have in wheelchairs. But for Johnny, that was never the case. He's always been about competing. And tonight he's going to start at quarterback for one play for senior night. His achievement from this month for Johnny, he made it up the stairs with no hands. His motivation... So I can carry milk up the stairs for mom and someday carry my own kids up the stairs. Johnny is an inspiration for anybody that's been told you can't do anything. He has had to battle his whole life and Green Canyon is going to be an awesome night. So big shout out for this this being passed on to us. Big shout out for the coaches, the players, the faculty that have put this together. It's going on tonight. Johnny's going to start the first play for Green Canyon for senior night. He's going to line up at quarterback, and uh, that's awesome. Absolutely. Awesome. So, so cool. So good luck to Green Canyon. Good luck to all the Valley teams. If you need any of that info, it's all at cashvalleydaily.com. Um, what the schedule is and, of course, where you can stream and or 
uh, find out or yeah where you can stream and of course who they'll be playing next week. All the teams are on next week except for Logan. But this is really cool. So good luck, Johnny. Throw a touchdown, man. Yeah. Or run for one. But score a touchdown. But that is really cool. Bravo, Green Canyon. And, uh, you know, things like that. That's uh, one of the cool things about our jobs. But also one of the cool things, a little bit more specific, doing the back-to-school tour. We get to meet so many cool oh, yeah. kids 100%. and so many cool people. Mm-hmm. And, um, wow. Yeah. I, I know a lot of times when the AJ McCall show, we like to make fun of the, the dumb in the world. But it's this always so important cool. to come back and highlight the cool and the good Absolutely. in the world. So, bravo again, Green Canyon, and uh, go Johnny. This is a bad week for birthdays for me. Well, I say bad. AJ and McCall at VFX. It's a, a busy week for birthdays. Stepdad, stepmom, girlfriend all have birthdays this week. And that is tasking. Two of those three are extremely difficult to shop for. Because, you know, honestly, you know, they, they have a lot of what they need. So what they, you got to come up with something to surprise them. Now, you may notice that, uh, especially since I live away from two of the three as well, but you may notice McCall not on this one. That's because she had to bolt because she's actually going to be broadcasting live from 10 to 1 from Vintage Market Days. And I got to tell you, if you got any birthday shopping or conveniently, the holiday time, holiday time is here. So, you know, Christmas is coming up, gifts coming up. Be a good reason to check out Vintage Market Day with their kids' items, clothing, furniture, vintage, decor, all of that stuff is there. McCall's going to be telling us about it. Like I said, she'll be out there broadcasting live 10 to 1. So take it from someone who had three birthdays this week he had to shop for. It does get a lot easier. If you check out Vintage Market Days, it gets a ton easier. And I'll tell you this, as someone who's been to every one of them, just taking someone is a pretty good present and letting them check out the... Buildings full of just cool stuff. Though if they uh, if they have money problems, just make sure you let them know ahead of time. Look, it's not my fault what you spend. I'm just here to take you. It's your responsibility. Because like last year, I took my girlfriend Ashley, and then we ended up with like 15 plants. And she loves plants. Again, not a bad thing. Made a, made for a great. I earned the brownie points. I'm just saying, just make sure you let them know it's not your responsibility how much money that they spend, but she's she's heading out there. It's just at the uh, Cash Valley Fairgrounds. It started yesterday, so we'll be we'll hearing from her in about half an hour. As I hang out with you the rest of this morning and celebrate the fact it's Friday. Thank goodness we can all be home and not outside frozen. One of the new movies out this weekend is uh, Gemini Man. Stars Will Smith and Will Smith, AJ McCall at VFX. And so it involves uh, him being hunted by his younger clone self, and I won't get into it. I think it looks actually pretty good, but they used uh, that uh, performance capture technology to digitally recreate him at 23, which we've seen a few times, and they're getting pretty good at it. And all I can think about that is, man, could you imagine meeting yourself, say, I'm 30, let's say 12 years ago, at the age of 18, old enough to know some things, because one of my favorite scenes in the trailer, uh, I think it was one of the most recent ones, is the older Will Smith talks, but talking to his younger one, and the younger one's getting sassy with him, like, look, I'm you. I know what I'm talking about. Because I just, I don't think that would go well. I honestly, if I, 30-year-old me met 18-year-old me, I think 18-year-old me would be like, dude, what did you do to us? You've put on so much weight. What are you doing? Like, yo, shut up. Shut up. I know. I got it. Back and forth on the jet. I got it. Listen to me. And I'm trying to correct myself. And then knowing 18-year-old me, I don't think I would deny that it was me because, you know, you look pretty similar, I think, and you know, unless you've had some epic transformation, in which case, congratulations to you. But I'd be like, maybe, 
maybe I'd buy it. I think you'd have to, right, if it was someone like you. I mean, unless unless I was just convinced 18-year-old me, which would have been uh, what 2007, would be like, man, I'm 2019, they must have crazy technology. What is that someone pretending to be me? I don't think I would have jumped that far. I'm not that much of a conspiracy, or at least then, I wasn't that much into conspiracy theories as I am now. I've often said that a, the superpower I'd really want would be the ability to make copies of myself so I could have them work multiple jobs, really rake in the dough, run errands for me, so I could be able to do whatever I want. So that would actually be pretty close, but if you're changing the ages, I think it's just a whole disaster. It's definitely not going to go well because the younger the, the clones end up being or copies or whatever it is, man, they are just going to be sassy. <sighs> but... Gemini Man, one of the top movies out this weekend, I think looks pretty good, and I think a really interesting premise. I'm going to check it out. Pardon me as I take on this one-sided VFX Facebook roulette challenge because McCall's out broadcasting live or will be here shortly. AJ and I, McCall Taylor, if you follow us on Facebook, that's how you play. We spin our feeds and whatever we randomly land on. Stop. I have total control of this. We're going to like, comment, and share. I landed on Heidi Minna who shared a video from GI Gadgets. Oh, this is cool. It's from MIT. Apparently, these two students have invented gloves that can translate sign language either in voice or text. Dude. Did everybody have that on their list? I learned a little bit as a kid. And I took German in high school and German in college. I haven't visited Germany. It's on my to-do list. I've almost never used it. Sign language, Spanish, I think everybody should just take those. Way more useful. But these are super cool. So uh, that'll be my Facebook roulette. Um, McCall, I know, will be posting probably a video here soon. She is at Vintage Market Days, so make sure you go hang out with her. She'll be there till 1 o'clock. In fact, we had a text go out. Text VFX to 68683 to be part of our Texting with Benefits Club. It went out. It'll save you a buck if you haven't been already. Find The Agent I, The McCall Taylor across all social media, Utah's VFX across all social media, including YouTube, and make sure this weekend, if you're staying inside or not, find some time to get on utahsvfx.com. One, to find all of our podcasts, in case you missed anything from this week's worth of shows. Two, all the contests like free food from Del Taco for lunch with listeners or to nominate someone for a pick-me-up from Feel Good Flowers from Plant Peddler Flora. All that at utahsvfx.com. All of our podcasts can be found anywhere they are. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Search for AJ and McCall. We are everywhere. It's kind of our thing. It's Friday. It's still only 25, but it's supposed to be decent today and it's supposed to warm up this weekend, so not too bad. I've heard from my buddy... uh, in Denver, who got all that snow dumped on him. He got sick, so he just moved there. That's quite an invitation. Have a good weekend, and until Monday for AJ and McCall, don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX 94.5 and 98.3.